0: Hey, friends, welcome to the Sustain Your Success Podcast. It's your girl, Liana. And today's episode, we're diving into exactly what inner work for entrepreneurs and leaders actually means and how you can leverage it to create success, longevity for you in your business and life. Hey, friend, welcome to the Sustain Your Success Podcast. This is the place where we do the inner work for entrepreneurs. Finally, discover how to sustain your success, truly surrender, and enjoy life to its fullest. Hi, I'm Dr. Liana Rodriguez. I'm a business success mentor for high-performance entrepreneurs like you and a specialist at unlocking your next level with ease. My background in medicine trained me to see the bigger picture when you can't. As a two-four splenic projector, I intuitively piece the big picture together for you and get to the root of what's holding you back. It's time to finally create a sustainable energetic strategy for your business and bio-tune your way into a balanced masculine and feminine flow. So grab your headphones and your favorite drink. It's time to upgrade your mindset and truly enjoy your next level of success. So what does inner work for entrepreneurs and leaders look like? What does it actually mean? I decided to dedicate this episode to tie in the last three episodes, which gave you a 10,000-foot overview of the three main themes that I see running the show when it comes to people trying to maintain their success or break through to another level. But today, I want to show you how they all tie in together and use them as that part of inner work. And before we get any deep into this, I just want to share with you that This is part of what I do in my private one to one coaching containers. I'm all about helping you reveal your mystery blocks and getting to the root cause of them so that you can get past what's been dragging you down from a certain level of success that you're trying to maintain or keeping you from like breaking through to another level. You know, it's awesome to read books and listen to podcasts and do some learning around a topic or a subject. And that's when we tend to get course happy, certification happy, right? We're buying courses we think we need to fill a void that may not even be there. But normally, when you're trying to get a bigger picture and get that 10,000-foot view from up above the forest, what needs to happen is you have to integrate all the education and the teaching points that you've accumulated thus far. And this is what I help you do. So as a physician trained in functional medicine and how to look for a root cause and in recommending holistic treatment plans, my genius allows me to recognize that big picture for you, not just that broken funnel, branding or messaging, right? We go way deeper than that to customize what a balanced masculine and feminine flow looks like for you, you know, whether it's strategy or inner work. And right now, I have spots available. So click the link in the show notes and we'll get this party started. All right, now let's dig into what inner work means, especially when it pertains to that feminine aspect of your business, right? When concrete, tangible things, which by the way, we refer to here as masculine, are done right, but they're not exactly flowing the way that you'd want them to. And the truth is, it's really different for everyone right? There's so many layers to it. And that's what the keys to longevity in life and business are like. They're a customized conglomerate of all these things, strategy and inner work, that balanced masculine and feminine flow. And some people refer to inner work as personal development, shadow work, or as bookstores have kind of coined it, self-help. Like, <laughs> do you remember that? I haven't heard that term in a long time, but it's the truth. And really, however referred to, it all boils down to the least common denominator, which really is just learning how to get out of your own way, right? Taking a look at your thought patterns, inner chatter, and your behavior from an observer standpoint of your life, so that you can discover what it is you're doing that you may or may not be consciously aware of. And In my own experience and in working with other people, I have seen three major themes running the show, or as I should start calling them, the big three. I went into detail about each theme over the last few episodes in case you want to go back and hear a little bit more about each one. But in a quick recap, they are, number one, subconscious beliefs and tendencies. Two, your nervous system state and bio-tuning using epigenetics. And three, spiritual alignment using a system like human design. And these three themes are like this undercurrent to mystery blocks because they can be insidious. And any one of these themes could be signaling for our attention. But if we don't stop to listen in the present moment or unless we're trying to be purposely mindful, it's really easy to miss or ignore them. And a lot of people actually get intuitive hits in the moment, but because we're not being present, we don't really anchor in that intuition. And really, there are some people who get signs from their body and their intuition. And like I said, they just blow right through them. And honestly, sometimes it's because that intuition is an inconvenient truth at an inconvenient time. It's like Ignoring that you have the check engine light on in your car and you keep driving with it on, telling yourself that you'll take it to get looked at first chance you get. And all the while you're hoping on the road that the problem isn't big enough to take you off the road. But when it does... When it does, you so wish you hadn't hoped, right? Instead, you're like, you start beating up on yourself for not taking action sooner. And this same concept is exactly what happens when you burn out from work, right? You totally blew your way through the signals from your body, your intuition, the universe, and you really wish that you hadn't. So the other side to the coin is that any one of the big three could be hiding in plain sight. Or sometimes mask themselves as legitimate problems, right? They aren't always insidious. For example, when you have your ducks in a row in all of the departments of your business, but things aren't quite working the way you expected, it can be really frustrating. And especially if you're an overachiever, which if you're listening to this, you most likely are, it can really send you down the wrong rabbit hole of changing things in your business when you don't actually have to change anything. Sometimes, The mystery block is an energetic one, some type of block in our body or personal auric field. And all we need to do is change the energy or intention behind our approach. And then the universe and your business responds and adjusts itself accordingly without like one change to your funnel or your team. Now, I'm definitely someone who believes in the power of words and language. And the actual definition of work from the dictionary is. Activity involving mental or physical effort done in order to achieve a purpose or result. And if you drill that down one more layer, right, notice that they use the word effort in the definition of work. So the definition of effort means a vigorous or determined attempt. So it seems like the word effort really has like these varying levels to it because something can be accomplished via very little effort. And some other things take a whole lot of effort. But in my humble opinion, right, the effort scale can be anywhere in between effortless and vigorous, as it's described. And If you notice, there's a seasonality and a natural rhythm to really everything that there is in life, not just the weather or like seasons of life. The universe is always trying to restore a natural order from chaos and just like a sinusoidal wave. It always returns back to its midline or its zero point. So do you, and all the things that you have going on in your life. And this is exactly why people say that if you're in the midst of confusion or a rut and you're asking the right questions, you're actually on the verge of a breakthrough. Because as you work through that rut, you're riding that wave back to the zero point where the breakthroughs happen to take you to the next level. And By the way, if you don't know what I mean by zero point, I highly suggest like following or reading anything by Greg Braden because I just love the way he explains it. So, when we think about the effort you have to exert in the things in your life and business, it's good to think about it in a way that you're above midline, below midline, or you can think about it as left or right of your center. And to get you back to center, you have to have a determined attempt, right? That's where that effort scale comes in. And you can kind of determine like how much effort do you really need to get you back to center? And can it be easy? So this is why I use the term inner work for the personal development aspect of entrepreneurship, because it's exactly that. It's work. It's an activity that involves mental effort in order to achieve a specific end result which for you might be a specific thing that you want to achieve in your business. And I know that I talk a lot about unlocking high performance with ease. But listen, I'm not naive to the fact that there is some effort that comes with that initially. And in full transparency, I just want to say that I'm no stranger to hard work. And in the past, I've been totally guilty of overworking. But the thing is, The level of effort required for you to do inner work can live anywhere on that scale that I mentioned. It can feel as effortless as giving something just a quick thought to feeling like heavy lifting, dredging up shadow work and dragging cinder blocks. And most recently, I've had some high level conversations with my coach, Gabby Abrams in our boxer, you know, about letting things be easy and how a lot of the time it's actually a conscious choice that's coupled with lowering like your own resistance to things. And of course, getting over subconscious beliefs. (laughs) So whenever any of my clients come to me with a specific problem in terms of strategy or their business model, I'm listening with my logical brain to help them see the 10,000-foot overview and, of course, troubleshoot things that are easy to pick. But I always have my spidey senses scanning constantly for the language that they're using or scanning their behaviors and actions of what they're telling me is going on. And I do that to see how they're holding themselves back. Because when you're trying to troubleshoot a problem, you normally want to address The low hanging fruit first. And it's going to be the most cost effective way of handling any problem in your business. So, you know, if one of the things you're struggling with is one of the big three, it'll definitely be affecting your productivity and your efficiency. And the more that you look at what your subconscious beliefs and tendencies are under stress, the easier you become at handling the hard stuff because you'll be able to recognize your own patterns and you can head them off. Now, let me give you some concrete examples of this. If you're struggling with being able to describe exactly what it is that you do to help people, for instance, right? You may actually be running a subconscious program of not feeling good enough or a fear of being an outsider because what you help people with is quote unquote different. And the truth is No one has more clarity about what you do than you. That clarity is inside of you. But sometimes our subconscious can be really sneaky and it keeps us from seeing that clarity, masking it as confusion. And it's doing that to keep us safe because, you know, like I said in another episode, change is the boogeyman, right? And in turn, you might feel the urge to do things like hire a copywriter, like rehaul and revamp your entire website and get someone to help you figure out your messaging. But then you get even further frustrated because guess what? That copywriter needs your clarity to then craft the words. And this vicious cycle just ensues. And can you see then how you're basically looking for band-aids instead of addressing the root cause, which is let's remove that confusion Allow your clarity to come to the forefront and let it shine. Take it from there. And this is where inner work steps in because it's helped you to remove that. It helps you to remove that mystery block from having that clarity so that you can dial in your messaging the way that people need to hear it. And another really common example of how the big three can show up is in launching different marketing campaigns. And the thing is, there are so many different types of things you can do to grow your audience, grow your email list, or to pitch an offer. And frankly, this is one of the things I've personally come up against. There have been times where I ran like a five-day challenge and it absolutely ran me into the ground. And if I had known a couple years back about my human design type and how I'm a projector, I would have ran my challenges in a totally different way than the way that they were being taught in the industry. And basically, after five days, <laughs> this is what would happen I would lose steam from being so hyperactive inside of a pop up Facebook group that I just didn't have the energy to promote my offer as well as I could have. And so I ended up missing the boat on a lot of opportunities to bring in clients. And then that resulted in me feeling really bitter and resentful. And if you know about human design, every human design type has what we call a not-self theme, meaning that there is an emotion that signals when you are not in alignment with as to how you were designed to function best in the world. And for me, whenever I'm out of this energetic alignment of my human design type, I know it because I get bitter. I start to get resentful. And if you were someone whose human design type is a generator, then the emotion that signals you being out of alignment is frustration. And if your human design type is a manifester, then your emotional signal for being out of alignment is anger. So delving into something like human design and knowing yourself at that deeper level as to how energetically you can follow your own blueprint, right? It just can really help you solve surface level problems and create solutions for them so much more easily. So friends, the moral of the story here is that success longevity is a mix of customized balance, always there to guide you and bring you back to your center or that zero point. The big three are just tools in a toolbox to help unlock high performance with ease. And some of the time it's just the lowest hanging fruit possible that you can literally just cherry pick to create the longevity in your business and your life. And if you love having these kinds of deep conversations and you want to hang out in a place on the internet where other lucrative ladies love to sustain their success, join me in the Facebook group. There's a link in the show notes. And until next time, my loves, sending you the highest vibes your way. Are all the pieces starting to come together? You were built for this. Let's keep the life and business longevity buzz going over in my Facebook group called Sustain Your Success for Lucrative Ladies. And if you found any value in this episode, I would love if you left me a review so that I can help other women just like you. I just want you to know that this podcast is for educational informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. Even though I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor and I am not providing medical, psychological or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific health situation.